0: Jesus can deliver you
1: today. The problem is not on God's side. The problem is on my side. He is the Almighty, the all-powerful King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We find This amazing story
0: of Esther in the Old Testament where God's hands are all over it in the background bringing to pass incredible miracles one right after another.
1: One of those miracles. Mordecai is infuriated with this wicked, wicked man that he has to deal with, Haman. He will not bow down to Haman.
0: He knows that Haman is the last of a wicked, wicked line that has caused much trouble in Israel, much pain and suffering. Everyone is commanded to bow down. He will not bow down. And then he discovers a plot to kill Xerxes, the king. He reports it to his niece, who is Queen Esther. She, in turn, reports it to the proper authorities. It's investigated and it's discovered that, in fact, these two doorkeepers had planned on assassinating the King
1: Xerxes. This man, Haman, is
0: rejoicing because he is in a position now to destroy the Jews. He's made a deal with Xerxes to sell them, except Xerxes says, keep your money, I don't want it.
1: And Mordecai is dumbfounded when he discovers what's going on in the plot. But now
0: he's rejoicing. Haman is rejoicing with his family and he's built a 75-foot gallows
1: to to hang Mordecai on. It's obvious God is going to have to step in. He's going to have to do something. And God will do something. Pick the story up in the sixth chapter of, of Esther. One night, the king could not sleep.
0: Let's not bypass these things quickly. The Lord needed to step in and change the whole dramatic affair of Mordecai and Haman. So the king orders the book of the Chronicles, the record of his reign, to be brought to be read to him. Perhaps as someone is reading to him, he can drop off to sleep. But then he hears about Mordecai. And he asks, Oh, oh, wait, wait. What honor and recognition has Mordecai received for this wonderful service to the king? Oh, nothing, sir. Nothing's been done for him. Well, who's in the court? Well, Haman had come in early to speak to the king about hanging Mordecai on the gallows that he'd erected for him. So now you see the
1: amazing power of God. His timing is perfect. Mordecai is to be hung. But that night,
0: the king decides to honor him. Haman comes in to make the arrangements for the hanging of Mordecai.
1: And instead,
0: he's brought in before King Xerxes. What should be done for the man the king delights to honor? Now Haman thought to himself, Who is there that the king would rather honor than me? So he answered the king, For the man the king delights to honor, Have them bring a royal robe that the the king has worn, And a horse that the king has ridden, One with a royal crest on his head. Then let the robe and the horse be entrusted To one of the king's most noble princes. Let them robe the man the king delights to honor, And lead him on the horse through the city, through the morning traffic. The rush hour. This is what's to be done for the man the king delights to honor. At once, go, the king commanded him, and get the robe and the horse, and do just as you've suggested for Mordecai, the Jew, who sits at the king's gate. Do not neglect anything you have recommended. Oh, the trap is set. The humiliation is arranged.
1: So Haman has to do this.
0: And he has to walk through all of the city, proclaiming this is what the king does for the man he honors.
1: And then Mordecai returns to the king's gate.
0: But Haman rushes home with his head covered in grief and shame. He tells his wife and his friends everything that's happened to him and his advisors and his wife. Say to him, since Mordecai before whom you your downfall has started is of Jewish origin, you cannot stand against him. You will surely come to ruin. He can't he can't change, though, the orders the king has already issued in his name and with his signet ring that is now on Haman's hand. He has
1: stamped the orders for his own execution. Now, please understand, God is working in your life behind the scenes. Remember, God is working for the good of those who love him. God is working in the back scenes of your life but let me get ahead of myself just a moment. If things are
0: not working out in your life and God is working in the scenes behind your life, is it possible that the reason things are not working out for you is that you're not in accord with God? See, the great problem we have between us and God is that we lie. And God is all about truth. And our lives block God from moving in the way he wishes to move. And now he has to put in place a secondary process to humble us, to change us.
1: Some of us have
0: spent all of our lives being blocked by God as he tries to get through the shield of lies, as we try to get through the lust of our
1: heart, as we try to get through dealing with being prepared by God for what he wants to have happen in our lives. God wants to work through a specific man. But that man is so hard of heart that God can't break through. What will they do? He'll
0: arrange a back flow of events, allowing even Satan to have at us as he did
1: Job, until we're ready to submit to him and stop lying to him about our situation. Many of you have lied so long about your life that you don't know what the truth is anymore.
0: That's what was happening to Mordecai and in this battle with he was the truth teller and Haman was a liar,
1: full of bitterness and, and ugliness, and violence. So the king and Haman are to dine with Queen Esther. I don't know, was it an early breakfast, a late lunch, I don't know. But as soon as
0: Haman got back to his house and had finished wah-wah-wahing to his wife and his family about how bad things were, oh, and I tell you, when when God finally springs his trap, It is a wah, 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 weeping and wailing and crying and groaning. But that hasn't yet
1: happened to Haman. It's on the way. There come the king's eunuchs. They hurry Haman away to
0: the banquet table with Esther. But he's not able to feel honored about it because... He knows he's in deep trouble
1: with Xerxes. So everything is very pleasant. The wine flows.
0: And the king finally turns to Queen Esther and says, Queen Esther, what is your petition? It will be given you. What is your request? Even up to half the kingdom, it will be granted to you. In other words, you are most favored and loved. God's hand was in that. That was not accidental. That was God's hand moving for deliverance for his people. God's hand will move for you in deliverance for what you're dealing with if you will stop lying to him, speak the truth, repent honestly and earnestly, and give up your old way. God will step in. He will deliver you. He can deliver you today. It depends on on your
1: attitude and your beliefs and your understandings. Precious friend, has had a miserable time in business, believing that He must pay for his sins of the past. That's a lie.
0: We do not pay for the sins of our past unless we have not yet been covered by the blood of Jesus. When Jesus steps in to the back scene and begins to arrange the deliverance, it is a glorious deliverance. It is not a halfway deliverance, leaving us in misery and being hung. It's Haman who's hung, not God's people.
1: So Queen Queen Esther answers. This is Esther, the seventh chapter. If I have found favor with you, O king, and if it pleases your majesty, grant me my life. THIS IS MY PETITION, AND SPARE MY PEOPLE, THIS IS MY REQUEST,
0: FOR I AND MY PEOPLE HAVE BEEN SOLD FOR DESTRUCTION AND SLAUGHTER AND ANNIHILATION, IF WE HAD MERELY BEEN SOLD AS MALE AND FEMALE SLAVES, I WOULD HAVE KEPT QUIET, BECAUSE NO SUCH DISTRESS SHOULD JUSTIFY DISTURBING THE
1: KING. King Xerxes. What? He can't believe his ears. This is his queen. Someone is threatening her? Who is he? Where is the man who dared to do such a thing? Esther said, The adversary and the enemy
0: is this vile Haman. Then Haman was terrified before the king and the queen. The king got up in a rage. He left his wine and he went out into the palace garden. But Haman, realizing that the king had already decided his fate, stayed behind to beg Queen Esther for his life. Just as the king returned from the palace garden to the banquet hall, Haman is falling on the couch where Esther is reclining. And the king says, Will he even molest the queen while she's with me in the house? As soon as the word left the king's mouth, they covered Haman's face. One of the eunuchs attending, the king said, The gallows, seventy-five feet high, stand by Haman's house. He had it made for Mordecai, who stood up to help the king. The king said, Hang him on it. So they hustled Haman out and they hung him on his own gallows,
1: the one prepared for Mordecai. And then the king's fury subsided. I want to tell you, the deliverance
0: of God is there for you. He is eager to deliver you because he loves you. You are precious, Dan. And he can move behind the scenes, arranging traps like this for this wicked Haman. He can work out your deliverance.
1: Or he can let you remain where you are and he's trying to work out for you a change of attitude, leaving your sins. See, I there's a song, Jesus Paid It All. I listened to it before the broadcast. Jesus paid it all.
0: If Jesus paid it all, why is it not effectively working for your deliverance and my deliverance?
1: Is it God's problem or is it my problem? What's the issue we're facing here? I can tell you, my brother, my sister, I say this to you tenderly. It is not God's problem it's our problem the man who is sick the lord has told him what not to eat and what to eat if he will listen but he lusts for the food he wants and so he eats it and his sickness grows worse wait a minute, what's happening Is God making him? No. You see, Jesus did pay it all on the cross.
0: But what he paid on the cross has to be applied to your life and to mine. And if I have a wrong belief, if I believe that I have to pay the price for my past, then Jesus will be blocked from helping me pay that past.
1: I remember some years ago, many years ago, my late wife and
0: I, we were under great duress, and we used up $70,000 in credit card debt, and we had no jobs. And every job
1: we tried to get, we got blocked from. What should we do? Everybody wanted their money. What should we do? Well, I'll tell you what we did. We got all of our bills out in organized fashion and we laid them on the coffee table and we began to
0: repent. We began telling the Lord, you did not instruct us to go in this debt, we did it on our own. We did it out of our own selfishness and
1: hardness of heart. We cannot pay the debt back. It's up to you, Jesus. We plead with you to put it under your blood. We should get a job and pay back this $70,000 we have tried, and we could not.
0: And so we have no way of paying you back paying these companies back. If we don't pay them back, we're stealing. We considered, oh Lord, going bankrupt. But you reprimanded us and said, no, do not go bankrupt. Recognize that this is your problem, not the companies that you abused. It's not their problem, it's your problem.
1: We said, Jesus, would you make this your problem? We were irresponsible. We did not operate with wisdom. And now, Lord, we're in a very bad place. And we don't know how to remedy this.
0: And we waited on the Lord's reply. And the Lord's reply was very simple. I forgive you. I will pay back the $70,000, but I'm going to do it by causing you to pray every month for a $50 payment that you're going to make to each of these companies. Now call them and make the arrangements for a $50 payment every month until this debt is paid.
1: Well, that's what we did. We were homeless because of our sin. And we were invited to live with a precious couple who were not Christians. And we lived with them and we swept their floors and cooked their meals and treated them like they were king and queen. That's what the Lord told us to do. Humble your heart. That's what I did. There came in the mail a, a check that we did not solicit. It was for three hundred
0: dollars. He said, "Take that three hundred dollars and pay the the monthly allowance, fifty dollars to each of these debts."
1: From then until we were completely out of debt, that precious family, not knowing our situation, sent us a check for $300.
0: And then as we needed other resources, because we also wanted to buy the food for the household,
1: the Lord would send us money none that we asked for. Sometimes
0: we had to walk a couple miles to get to the grocery store because our car was not functioning.
1: The Lord disciplined us, but at the same time as he was disciplining us, he was paying for everything. January of the year 2000, we celebrated being debt-free and making a covenant with God that we would never again go into debt, that we would instead wait upon the Lord. And we've not been in debt, and we're not in debt. Sometimes right on the edge, But always Jesus carried us through. Now, please hear what I need to say to you today. When in our hearts we have lust, uncleanness, Lust for food. Lust for things of the world.
0: When we have lust in our heart and it keeps springing up before us, we know it's hooked into our hearts.
1: And if you want Jesus to move in the background of your situation, you're going to have to repent of all lust. And that may not take you 10 minutes. It
0: may take you 10 weeks. As you battle through with that lust that is hooked into your heart, that causes you to want the food, the lifestyle, the
1: entertainment. Oh, we're we're going. Okay, go. Enjoy your entertainment. But the Spirit of God stopped working out what He had planned for you. And now you have an, some time
0: where God is going to move in your life in the background of your life to bring you into a place of humility and repentance.
1: This cycle
0: has been going on in my life for many years. I don't want it anymore. I want all sin, all lust, all desires for anything that Jesus does not want, I want that removed from my heart.
1: As you know we've been driving twenty ten Sonata. And he gave me permission a couple weeks ago to purchase a new car. Not a new car, a new used car. I said, yes, Lord, thank you. But I'm not going to go look for it, Jesus. He even told my wife how much we could spend on it. I'm not going to look for it. Why? Because
0: I know how easy it would be for me to let my heart go free and say,
1: oh, I can get another car. Let me give you some
0: background. When I graduated from seminary, I was driving a brand new Mercedes-Benz. And for the
1: next 15 years, I drove Mercedes Benz. And then the Lord changed things. And I had to begin driving junkers. (laughs) I remember one of them. It was a gift to me. It was an old beater with a
0: cowpile brown paint job everything was hanging out everything was dying but it got me where i needed to go
1: i can recall some times where i was so utterly embarrassed at driving that car and then the lord brought me through so i was no longer embarrassed but i still don't trust my heart it's been the old osmobile tornado the it was a junker, been a whole
0: series of of junkers graciously given to us by people who wanted to give a gift for the ministry. It was the last ten per cent of the value of the car. Usually we give the first ten per cent, but they drove the first of the cars, and they gave me. The leftover. And you know what? I was very
1: pleased to have it. But now I'm free to go buy another car.
0: I wait on God for the resources. But I could be searching for a car.
1: I don't trust my
0: heart. You understand, I don't want to find any element of lust in my heart for driving a beautiful car.
1: If the Lord wants me to have another car, I'm trusting him to bring it to me. Or to speak to me again about it. You see, Queen
0: Esther knew How to Approach Xerxes. In that day, you didn't just go to the person you wanted to talk to and say, Hey, Mike, would you do this for me? Thank you very much. No, you didn't do that.
1: You said, Hey, uh, would you join me for lunch? I have something I want to talk to you about. Oh, okay. After lunch is over, You say, but you didn't talk to me about it. Well, hey, let's have lunch again next week on Thursday. I'll talk to you about it then. In other words, you didn't just bum Rush into something.
0: You walked carefully and respectfully. I'm walking very carefully and very respectfully with Jesus about this car because I know the lust in my heart in the past. And I don't want to find that in my heart again Do
1: you understand.
0: I want to patiently wait on Jesus. So I said to my wife, Is it okay with you if we just wait on the Lord and not rush into this? Yes, of course. I don't care about what a car is, whether it's a, a junker or not. I just want to get where I need to go. Well, I'm not quite there
1: yet. So, do you understand? I don't trust my heart, but
0: I trust Jesus. And I don't know how he's going to work this out, but I know he's going to work the whole thing out, and I'm not the one who has to work it out. Jesus will work it out. You See, we're so accustomed in our life. You want it? Go get it. You want to do it?
1: Go do it. Well, I'm not
0: free that way. The Lord has told me to wait upon him. So he gave me permission to get the new car, the new used car.
1: Okay, Lord. That new Subaru would be beautiful. Or the new Toyota Camry would be beautiful. The new Honda would be beautiful. Am I going to go looking? No, I'm not going to go looking. I'm waiting on the Lord.
0: Now, I considered whether I should talk about this with you. But you see, I want you to see this worked out. I want you to see the miracle of God because he's working in the background in my life to bring to pass what he wants for me. I have many areas in my life right now like this. I have this broken leg that's so very painful. I'm not going to the doctor to get surgery.
1: I'm waiting on Jesus. I trust
0: him. He's everything. And I'm telling you right now, God is in the background of this broken leg working out what he wants to work out for his glory. And I just prayed, Lord, however you work it out, let it be for your glory and your praise.
1: Let it be for your honor. See, that's how I've come to feel about pretty much everything. Now. I'm going to be real honest. I'm still in a place where I can see something and suddenly it will rise up in my heart. You want that? No, I don't. Yes, you do. Jesus, remove that from me. Please, I repent. Remove that from me. Remove that lust. Lust is such a wicked thing. It's straight from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So here we go. The king is livid. The king is livid. and orders that he be hanged. Queen Esther tells him about Mordecai, the Jew, he already knows he's a Jew. And Queen Esther has been given 25,000
0: of silver and gold has been given the entire estate of this wealthy man. The whole family has to move out. Ten sons, wife, everybody, move out. This is now Esther's place. Mordecai has been
1: put in charge of it. She has given the estate into his hands, to run while she is the queen. Then, orders are, sent through the entire kingdom, given permission, for the Jewish people, to arrange, the defense, and the execution, of those who are, Planning to fight against them. But the Jews struck down all of their enemies with the sword, killing and destroying them. The ten sons of Haman are are hanged.
0: The citadel of Susa is quiet, but there is great celebration among the Jews.
1: There is such excitement because they have seen the delivering hand of God in their life. Now I have just a few minutes. Let me say this very quickly to you. I know that this broken leg of mine has been used to humble my heart before Almighty God. I know He has accomplished much in my heart, and I rejoice in it.
0: I rejoice in all that He's accomplished. Now, please, open your ears, hear this tender word to your heart. You may have struggled for a long time with a sickness, and you have cried out to God for healing, Don't grow impatient with God because he seems to have been slow in the healing. Instead, cry out to God, asking him to expose in your heart all the lust, all the bitterness, all the anger, everything that is of darkness, and get right with God. Some things are not quickly erased from your heart. It will take time, praying in the prayer closet, weeping before him. Do you understand? What I'm saying is, there is a work that you must accomplish in the prayer closet that America doesn't have a clue about. There is a work of repentance in your heart that you have cast off, thinking that you're just fine, but you don't have the deliverance.
1: You don't have the desire of your heart because you are blocking the work of God in your life with your wickedness. These are issues that I'm dealing with in my life, and I urge you to deal with them honestly in your life. The great problem between us and God is that we lie to ourselves and to Him, about our true condition.
0: The Lord wants nothing standing between His heart and our hearts. He wants us to give ourselves
1: utterly into His hand. Am I happy about my situation?
0: On one side, no, I'm not at all. On the other side, I'm rejoicing because I see the work God is accomplishing in my heart
1: and in my life. Do you understand? Nothing is too hard for God. He can
0: deliver us in a moment of time. Remember Joseph? He's been in prison. Now, some years,
1: there are a couple prisoners that come in that are like the chief baker and the cup bearer.
0: They have dreams. Joseph interprets the dreams. The dreams come true. One is hung, and the other is restored. And he says, "Please remember me to to Pharaoh. I haven't done anything wrong. I'm
1: innocent." He was also very immature, and the prison life disciplined him, taught him responsibility at a level he'd never before known. The
0: days went by one day after another. What he didn't know is that behind the scenes, in the palace, the king has had a dream.
1: The king has had a dream. And in a moment of time, Joseph is delivered from the prison. He gets a haircut.
0: He gets washed up. And he's standing before Pharaoh. And before he knows it, he is the second in command of all of Egypt. And Potiphar, who put him in prison,
1: is now under Joseph's command. Joseph is the boss. Potiphar
0: knew that Joseph did not try to molest his wife. But to save face, he leaves him in prison. That was God.
1: But in a moment of time, he's delivered. I want that moment of time for you and for me to be delivered. I want us to know
0: that we're delivered by the power of God, that he's working behind the scenes. You are not alone. Oh, things are
1: hard. Things are painful. Okay, I get that. In a moment, you can be delivered.
0: Jesus loves you, and he wants to deliver you. Will you get on your face before Almighty God and deal with those things that block Him from coming through to deliver you?
1: You may not even know what they are, but my guess is you do. The Holy Spirit is active and real. The Word of God is like a a sword that pierces and cuts bone from marrow. You know what you have to do. Do you want to do
0: it? Will you obey? Will you eat the food he tells you to eat? Will you go where he tells you to go? Will you Will you stop lying
1: to the Holy Spirit? Oh,
0: we serve an awesome God, a beautiful God, a God who is compassionate and loving. no matter how hard the situation is that you find yourself in, know that he's working in the background either to arrange and improve your attitude so that he is free to do his miracle of deliverance for you. Or know that he is working out the intricate details of how everything will spring like a trap and you will be delivered by the
1: Most High God. He is a real God. He knows everything.
0: He moves very adroitly behind the scenes, arranging the traps and releasing from the snare. Let me pray. Lord, I come to pray. I come to acknowledge that you, Lord Jesus, are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I come to acknowledge that there is deliverance in your blood. That you don't make us pay for our mistakes and suffer for our past. You bring us into into joy and peace
1: and you are the one who takes charge. Lord, I acknowledge today that It's my sin that has blocked you. It's my sin that has caused the
0: suffering because you have brought into my life all that was necessary to change my heart and my attitude, to remove my pride and my arrogance, to trust you, Jesus.
1: I know that in a moment your deliverance is at hand. And I rejoice in that deliverance. And I pray now that I can be
0: changed and transformed into the man you want me to be. That I can accomplish for you all that you desire, Jesus.
1: I ask that all lies be cut off. That only the truth be told between you and me. Between me and the people who are listening. I pray, Lord, that your truth will reign. And I praise you. And, Lord, there are some who
0: are sick today who need your deliverance. I'm praying for their deliverance. I'm praying that they will not rebel, that they will submit to whatever their condition is and say, Jesus, have your way and arrange my thoughts and my attitudes, arrange my behavior in such a manner that I can be delivered from this. Lord, have your way and deliver your people. Cause there to be a great shout of thanksgiving in the city of Washington because you are healing the sick and restoring what
1: the enemy has done. Lord,
0: come and have your way. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. You've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. If you'd like to come and visit us, search for us on the internet. You'll find all the information there. God bless you, my brother, my sister. I want to tell you, All things are possible with the God we serve. I'll talk to you soon.